Hello to our seven faithful listeners and welcome back. Our podcast has a name now. How exciting. Wow, this is this is a lot already. This, <laughs> this is Fang Fiction, the podcast for preps who dream of the goth glory days of 2006. Ooh, that's me. <laughs> I'm your host, Lucy, a writer and reader of both original and transformative or fan fiction. I'm joined by my illustrious co-host. Oh my goodness. Uh, it's me. I'm, I'm Zach. Hey. Hi. <laughs> hey, hello. Yeah. We are, of course, reading the arguably most infamous fan fiction ever to violate copyright, My Immortal. The preps on fanfiction.net in the heady days of 2006 rioted against this work, believing it to be the worst piece of writing ever published. But I think differently. I suspect that My Immortal may have been not only wildly misunderstood, but perhaps, in fact, is the greatest work of satire of the early 21st century. So I've dragged my good friend Zach here to read and discuss this exceptional work as he hears it for the first time. Yeah. Zach, how you doing? How you feeling? Oh, I'm feeling good. That was that was awesome. That was, <laughs> Thank um, you. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> A little um, bit less frightened and chaotic than yeah, last week. I can't believe you did that off the cuff as well. Yeah, completely, yeah, completely yeah. improvised. It, it sounded it sounded pre written, but that's like <laughs> Oh yeah. no, it shouldn't sound pre written. No, but in a good way, I guess. <laughs> Kinda like my immortal, um, in a sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well that's good. Uh <laughs> but my immortal was pre written. Yeah. Very True. Right. Yeah. yeah. That, that is it. <laughs> um and edited. But hard to tell that it was edited as yeah. you read it i don't think you should edit anything no um, no editing is bullshit that's right yeah hemingway no once again we come back to <laughs> just, hemingway is totally we're wrong gonna call out hemingway in every um, episode <laughs> yeah um, I, I refuse thought, to read his writing but yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I will drag him through the mud i was expecting a lot of anti-jk rowling like sentiment yeah. in this in this podcast, yeah. I wasn't expecting it, dear Hemingway. Well, sentiment, but as we happy sort of it. touched upon, like nothing's original, everything's borrowing from everything <laughs> else, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, in a way, by calling out Hemingway, we're also calling out J.K.R. Yeah. and every yeah. other writer. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I was thinking that actually when I was editing uh, episode one, I was thinking like, how did I not call out the fact that the old man in the sea is just like fishing fan fiction yeah <laughs> you know like it's aspirational fishing <laughs> fan fiction like you said yeah there's no original thought even <laughs> old man in the sea is just fishing <laughs> fan fiction that's what it is i should correct myself there's no just about it yeah you know? yeah what i love is that we're already looking back on the first episode and trying to correct mistakes that we've made yeah i do feel like we owe the listener a few apologies yeah. for last. Would you say that? For our very much a pilot episode. That's right. Um, <laughs> episode two is a fan fiction of episode one. Is, is, that, is, is that where we're getting to? Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to apologize to the listener for all my heavy pregnant mouth breathing. <laughs> I did my best to edit a lot of it out, but... You know, that's just the way it is. I've, my diaphragm doesn't have a lot of space right mm. now. And so there's a lot of going on. I, I just apologize to the listener and then did it worse. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah listen, and I, I don't think it's only the listener you have to apologize to. There's, 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 there's a lot. Um, yeah. Do you feel I owe you an apology for Absolutely. making you do this I'm podcast? I'm very uncomfortable <laughs> with, with how pregnant you are and, and all the breathing you do. Okay, so... 
I actually wanted to ask you a question, Zach. Okay. We obviously talked a little bit about, you know, the source material for my immortal being mm-hmm. Harry Potter. Yeah. And so I kind of wanted to know, like, what your relationship to that source material is. Oh, with is. Harry like, Potter? Are you, like, a HP well, stan or were you ever? Well, this is kind of it, right? I, I felt like I was. Mm-hmm. And this is this might be why I'm not super into fan fiction or fans and stuff like that. Yeah. Because once, like, growing up, I read them a bunch. I read them a lot. Mm-hmm. I read them heaps. Watched the movies, etc. When mm-hmm. I got to uni and I met other people in creative writing who liked Harry Potter, I felt like... I didn't like Harry Potter enough. <laughs> like, yeah, so it felt, yeah, it's a very performative yeah. fandom, Harry Potter. And this, and this might be kind of talking with your fan fiction knowledge. I mean, gatekeeping seems mm. like one of the the worst things about fandoms in general. Yeah, for sure. And it felt very much like if you weren't on Tumblr and posting erotic <laughs> fiction about <laughs> Harry Potter or just you reposting weren't. the same scenes from the movies over and over again, yeah. that you weren't a real fan. Yeah, that's so true, and. I think um, that I, I think it's it has settled down a lot now, particularly since you know all the JKR, you know, turning out to be a really terrible person. <laughs> uh, that kind of performative, competitive aspect of the fandom, I do think, has chilled out quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Or rather, the fans who have broken away <laughs> as yeah. a result of that don't do that so much. Mm-hmm. There are still, of course, you know, she still has millions of Twitter followers and I imagine a lot of them still kind of do that. Yeah. So we're getting close to the same sort of JK numbers with our Twitter followers, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've, <laughs> yeah we're, we're almost ready to, we're two to episodes, start the war. Well, an episode and a half deep. Um, yeah. We can see you out there, all you preps and, and goths, <laughs> um, and we love you yeah. for it. Thanks. Yeah. yeah, fangs, shout out, huge love to the yeah. gothics. Exactly right. Yeah. Yeah, and the true fans. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, all the preps that still follow JKR, I assume, still are like that. But I think um, there is more of a sense, especially now, of fan fiction, the purpose of fan fiction being to reclaim that story and those characters and the messaging from those books that JKR seems to have forgotten her own messaging yeah. to some extent, yeah. um, that the community has kind of reclaimed that yeah. for our own. Yeah, it's funny what, um, I don't know, more riches than the Queen does to your brain. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, I think, you know, we talked about this in episode one. We're definitely going to talk about it again. This is a very firmly anti-billionaire podcast. Yeah, until... <laughs> Until we become billionaires. Yeah, and um, then all of a sudden I'm, our I'm very feelings are very much going to change. The, uh, yeah. The 1%. Kill but yeah, who knew? Living in a living in a vacuum in mm-hmm. which everybody around you reinforces how brilliant you are. Yeah. And you have, you know, you're richer than God. Yeah. Yeah. God doesn't Does, have a lot of money. Doesn't do um, great things didn't to listen your brain. To, <laughs> and your to the crypto uh, messages coming through. Um <laughs> She was not, not a very savvy investor, God. Yeah. Who do you think invented crypto, if it, not God? It was not God. It was, <laughs> it was the furthest away from God you can get, um, apart from uh, the fan fiction in general. Um, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's a godless world out yeah. there on the internet. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, Unless you get to, like, Jesus Twitter. True. Which I assume exists. I feel like if, if God had Twitter, it would be kind of like how, like... My grandma would use Facebook in a sense, <laughs> yeah. which is not not very well, but very yeah, very, very endearingly. Endearing. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah. 
a lot of beautiful interactions and seeing how you are and telling you about the weather where yeah. where they live. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot more God-based content in this podcast than I was expecting. Yeah. I'm going to guess this is the Kanye West influence. For those of yeah. you who missed it in episode one, we are uh, recording here from the stadium, yeah. stadium yeah. in and, which and Donda the was, yeah, yeah. in which Donda was recorded. Um, we did promise that we would stop recording uh, yeah. once Donda was released. Uh, that happened at the time of recording last night, Australia time. Yeah. Um, yeah. But Kanye has very kindly offered to let us keep using yeah. the studio. The and Kanye nest, as it's called. That's right. And Kanye kind of said that close friends. Donda is more of a lifestyle, so it might not be something that ever ends. Um, so this podcast, in a sense, may never yeah. end. Yeah, that's, um, a, that's, that's true. Much like, you know winding off on our tangents about God <laughs> and Kanye um, is now featuring even more. So in our yeah. second episode, which yeah. um, I didn't realize we'd be such fun. Yays. Um, <laughs> is that the fan, name of fan his fandom? No, nah, it should yays. be fan yays. <laughs> Just yees. Um, yeah. yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, yeah. So it sounds like your Harry Potter history and mine are pretty similar. I was the mm-hmm. same huge, huge fan Read the books a thousand times, saw the movies over and over and over. Um, probably could have written an encyclopedia of the Wizarding World, and mm-hmm. still all of that knowledge is in my brain forever. Um, but I also felt kind of—I never really felt like I fit in with other Harry Potter fans. I didn't, as I mentioned, like then I didn't read and write fan fiction when I was younger, and I don't like spending time on the internet very much. (laughs) So I wasn't on Tumblr very Mm -hmm. much. Um, And yeah, like I was like never into like wearing a Hogwarts scarf to uni or like... Oh, see, and funny enough, I had a Hogwarts scarf. That's amazing. I did did wear it to uni, but I think I just just liked... It was a Gryffindor scarf. I just just liked it. Yeah, it was a good good combination of colours. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did you ever do the Pottermore test? Do you know what house no, you belong in? No. So this is it, right? Were you on Pottermore? Because I was not on Pottermore. I did the test. Yeah. Never went on Pottermore no. again. See, I, this is the... Never had those crossovers. No. Uh, do you have a Deathly Hallows tattoo? <laughs> no, I no. wanted one. Yeah. Very yeah. much. <laughs> but then I was like... But that's what, like, basic fans do. Yeah. And that I could never come up with, like, a not basic Harry Potter tattoo. Yeah. It's more about you just need to get a portrait of the cast yeah. from the film. That's the non-basic <laughs> It's just way. across your whole back. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. I would get a portrait of Maggie Smith as Professor McGonagall on my body. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, but, like, like, in, like, a sexy pin-up <laughs> style situation. <laughs> See, I'm trying to move away. Last week we were talking about 17-year-olds, and I want to move to yeah. the other end of the spectrum. Let's instead objectify octogenarians. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, no one does it enough. Um, not in the podcasting <laughs> no, world anymore. Anyway. Absolutely, absolutely yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. The pod- anyone's brave enough, yeah. <laughs> and we are brave enough. Absolutely. All you fucking cowards out yeah, there. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, do you want to dive into chapter three then, uh, or do you have? Look, there's there's wants and needs. I mm. think I think I, I, yeah. I need to find out what happens because <laughs> I mean so. Not that you should skip episode one. You should have already listened to episode one. But yeah. now we have to figure out whether Draco is going to ask Ebony mm. to see good Charlotte at Actually, Hogsmeade. Yeah, I was going to ask you if you wanted to do a recap, but you just did it. Oops, that's all I'm that so happened. There we go, <laughs> I that's... just wanted to. We oh. got two outfit descriptions. Yeah. We got a very brief conflict with some preps and then Draco asking Ebony out. Yeah. That's, that's it, isn't it? I think I'm, what I'm starting to get is like it's not necessarily about plot. 
for this. It's about it's about the feeling it, yeah. it generates. Yeah, absolutely. Well. Yeah, it's um, a, it's about the vibe, the, about the about the culture, yeah, like yeah. Um, about the time travel aspect. Yes, of being transported back. Ta- Tara to two thousand six. Tara, Tara right? the author. Yep, the author. Um, it's it's all all about creating vibes. Absolutely. Um, which might she be does why it well. JKR felt so intimidated <laughs> um, because the vibe is so real. Yeah. Yeah, I really like this idea that the copyright violation that led to this fanfic being removed from fanfiction.net absolutely yeah. came from JKR. Absolutely. <laughs> I think so. I feel like this is all she does now. She mm. just trolls the internet for um, Harry Potter fanfic to, to, Man, to remove. it's a big job. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, someone's got to do it. Someone's got to do, do it and it. it's got to be her. Yeah. I mean, she's clearly not writing the crime, yeah. the fucking Fantastic Beast movies. They were obviously written in a weekend, so... Yeah. <laughs> She's spending the rest that's of the true. time. I, yeah, look. Yeah. Um, fair enough. I haven't seen any of them. Yeah, that's smart. Um, it's a good idea. I don't, I don't, think don't I see will. them. Yeah. Yeah, they're not. They're not good. Yeah. They're not good. Hard stance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. This, uh, this is not for the the fandom that still follows her on Twitter. This mm-hmm. podcast, I've got to say, I feel like we're definitely alienating more no, more listeners fine. than we're gaining. What? We're getting up to what like. Was the population that we're at like eight billion or something now? Like yeah. we lose a few mil, we, yeah, we gain a few mil. Yeah, like, exactly right. It's yeah. a numbers game, baby. Yeah. And, <laughs> and what we're saying, dear listener, is that you are absolutely disposable. Yeah, but no, none of you mean anything to but us. But please stream, review us on iTunes. Absolutely. You know. Um, tell us we're doing a good Follow job. Follow us on but also social media yourselves. if we ever have social media for the podcast. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, we're in uh, Twitter and um, the talk ticks and stuff. <laughs> the other ones. You can run out to our talk tick. I refuse. I yeah. steadfastly refuse. Um, okay. Actually, little serious note before we jump in. Uh, we do need a bit of a content trigger warning uh, from here on out. Um, uh, I guess this is very 2006 humor, extremely yikes into 2021 is the, uh, prevalence and the casualness with which Tara treats suicide ideation and self-harm. So I, you know, I'm faithful to the text. I will treat them with the casualness that Tara demands, uh, however, of course, if you are feeling depressed, if you're uh, struggling, of course, there are uh, many hotline numbers that you can call and there is lots of love and support should you need it. We do love our fans. We absolutely um, love our right. fans. <laughs> we Thank love you all to all seven, seven to you. 12 yeah. of you. Oh, just have a look at the subscriber numbers. <laughs> That's that's a that's a that's a fat five now. That's, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and there's so few of you that we can offer love and support individually to each of you. Exactly you right. Okay, here we go. Chapter three. Author's note. I'm gonna back up from the mic a little bit so I can yell. Stop flaming the story preps, okay? <laughs> Otherwise, fangs to the gothic people for the good reviews. Fangs again, Raven. Oh yeah, BTW, I don't own this or the lyrics for Good Charlotte. Which is <laughs> spelled Good Shralot. <laughs> <laughs> There's some Good Shalots there. Yeah. Okay. 
That's a strong start. It was very aggressive, but she knows what she's about. Absolutely. On the night of the concert, I put on my black lace-up boots with high heels. Underneath them were ripped red fishnets. Then I put on a black leather mini dress with all this corset stuff on the back and front. <laughs> <laughs> she just lost it a little bit. Couldn't quite describe what all was going on. All this corset stuff. Yeah. Can you... What do you imagine that means? I'm imagining, like... Maybe like, I don't know, bows, maybe lace, maybe just more corsets. I don't know, smaller corsets yeah. that are attached to Does that to mean a big just corset. like lots of tiny, tiny little corset ribbons or like mm-hmm. one on the back and one on the front? That's, I, I want to imagine it's, yeah, like a corset within a corset, like yeah, a corsetception okay. situation. <laughs> um, also, this is the, I think after trying to remember from the first episode, this mm-hmm. is the third set of fishnets that she has. Yeah, so she it's goes a different through color. fishnets really yeah. quickly. Yeah. Um, where do you source fishnets at boarding school hot topic <laughs> yeah do you think there's a hot topic outlet in hogsmead in oh listen MIU? that's why good shallots is going to go play there <laughs> that's like that's true. Yeah, yeah 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 i think yeah i think you're right i think there must be a hot topic outlet in hogsmead it has to be once again we still don't know whether or not the statute of secrecy is in place or if i guess maybe in this universe all goths are involved with the wizarding world. Mm-hmm. Well, so, we kind of topic. established goths are more in touch with the world than yeah. um, anything else. That's why they're the Particularly the, the world of the fae. And, yeah. You know, the mystic cool. Yeah. And vampires and, yes. and shit. Yeah. yeah, exactly right. Okay. I put on matching fishnet on my arms. Oh, do you remember those? Do you remember, oh like, I should have waited another sentence. Socks? Yeah. <laughs> Did uh, you ever wear them? No. But I had, I'm trying to remember, there's like there's toe socks and like yeah. those like those like knee high like rainbow situations. Yeah, and that stuff. was this like the same 04, vibe. Yeah, okay. Right? It was like no, the see, rainbow toe socks. It. Yeah. And then the emo trend kind of came through yeah. in 2006. And yeah, and like, I guess because of like the wrist slitting thing, which I still don't really feel comfortable joking about. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was like that trend of wearing like elbow length gloves mm. that were like fingerless and they were essentially socks that you wore on your forearms. <laughs> yeah. There's a few there's there's you know, there's a few things I want to bring back from that era. That might be one of them. Yeah. Um just wearing socks on your hands. Like <laughs> With like a t shirt. Yeah. That's <laughs> so exactly you've right. got like elbow to shoulder exposed. Yeah, totally. Yeah. 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 Um yeah, like a sweet, sweet uh for, um, you know, upper arm tan. That's Hell yeah. 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 <laughs> No true goth gets a tan. Sorry, fuck. I'm such a prep. (laughs) Okay. I straightened my hair and made it look all spiky. How do you spike up waist length hair? Oh my God, this waist length. Yeah, don't don't remember this from chapter one. Uh, No, it's it's, mid back. There was so much content. That's it. Her Um, hair reaches her mid back. Okay, so don't lie to me then, Lucy. (laughs) Um, Well, that's fine then. I don't see where the problem is. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay, here we go. So this is right in the middle of the paragraph. This mm-hmm. is the casualness with which Tara treats this. Yeah. I felt a little depressed then, so I slit one of my wrists. Ah, oh, fuck me. Fuck me. There we go. I read a depressing book while I waited for it to stop bleeding and I listened to some good Charlotte. Did she, did, was she reading Old Man in the Sea? <laughs> <laughs> That's maybe the most depressing book I've ever read. Well, there we read. go. Yeah. <laughs> the, the fishing phantom is and the and, yeah the uh, fishing phantom's Harry coming Potter for us. Have a lot of Venn diagram crossover. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that's that's the beginning and end of 
the exploration. Oh, of I thought Ebenezer. you were about to say the chapter. I was, no. about to, <laughs> I was about to turn my mic off. Of Ebony's uh, depressed feelings. Wait, so she read, she slit her wrists. Read she, a, read she said a one of sad, her wrists. One of her wrists, sorry. Slit, yeah. read, read a sad book and listened to some sad music. Yeah. So continuing, this is all one paragraph. Yeah. I painted my nails black and put on tons of black eyeliner. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, of course. Yeah, so she gets dressed, mm-hmm. feels depressed, yeah. hurts herself, yeah. reads the on-bed of the sea, yeah. then does her makeup. Reads the on-bed of the sea. <laughs> At Hemingway on Twitter, <laughs> I'm sure you're still active. Uh, <laughs> and very vicious. Very, yeah, they absolutely. comb the internet yeah. for enemies of Hemingway. <laughs> <laughs> then I put on some black lipstick. I didn't put on foundation because I was pale anyway. <laughs> I drank some human blood, so I was ready to go to the concert. Human blood specifically, thank you. Yeah, yeah. That, we she... didn't actually question that last time. No. She drank just blood out of a yeah. bottle. I guess it could have been any blood. I had. Wait, so she's. Wait, sorry, she's going to the concert? Yeah, she's still going to the concert. Like, did, Drake, oh, did Draco did ask her? We never saw her accept his invitation, oh but I guess they're going. This is pretty good. This is like this is like it's keeping me going. Yeah. Like what now now I'm in, so intrigued. I'm in. Okay, okay. I'm in. Okay. Shut up, shut up, keep going. I went outside. Draco was waiting there in front of his flying car. Oh fuck! There <laughs> we go. Wait, he's 14 in this, right? Or oh, 17. 17. So, fuck, there we go. Sorry, I imagine him as a 14 year old. Sorry, oh, I imagine him. Sorry, I imagine him as an eighty-year-old. That's that's. Thank you. Because they're eighty-year-olds. Are Good catch. Very sexy. sexy. Yeah. Sexy. And no, no younger ever. No, no, no. Absolutely. That's the only safe, appropriate, uncancelable age. To I'm going to say objectify. we should raise the age of consent. <laughs> <laughs> Unpopular opinion. Well, um, there's one way to deal with overpopulation. True. You're listening, <laughs> Kanye. <laughs> he was wearing a simple plan T-shirt. Brackets. They would play at the show too. Wait, yeah. wait. Did you say simple plan of paying at Hogsmeade? Yeah. So I guess they're su- the supporting act. For Holy Mick fuck! Charlotte. Sorry, I'm so excited. This is an unbelievable line. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> Baggy black skater pants, black nail polish, and a little eyeliner. Author's note. A lot for cool boys wear it okay. I assume that oh, means a right. lot of well, is she cool saying, boys. Is she saying that normally you have to defend boys wearing eyeliner? I think so. Yep. I sh- oh, in 2006 she did. <laughs> yeah. <sure>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this bit, I'm not sure. I'm not a good enough voice actor to really mm-hmm. evoke this, so I'm going to have to read it out to you. Hi, Draco, with an exclamation point. I said in a depressed voice. Oh, but she did an exclamation point. Yeah, how do you express exclamation and use Um, a depressed voice at the same time? Can you? Hi, Draco. (laughs) Hi, Drake. Hi, Draco. Yeah. (laughs) Draco. That's what we're going for. Yeah, so hi, Draco. I said. Mouth. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Ebony. He said back. (laughs) The dialogue is just. It's like, good so far. She, yeah, mm-hmm. this is just so evocative. We walked into his flying black Mercedes Benz. The brackets, the license place set. <laughs> we walked into his flying black Mercedes Benz. I think I'm just really baffled by the. Con- uh-huh. Like, we walked into the car. It's, it's a magic world, Lucy. Get over it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Okay. Brackets, the license place plate said 666. Oh, fuck. 
I feel like it'd be pretty sought over, uh, sought after in, in goth culture to have your I am a, play yeah. 666. This is a really good way to display Draco Malfoy's, mm-hmm. you know, wealth and status yeah. in the world. He's the one who got the 666. That's exactly right. Personalized yeah. number plate. I love it. And flew to the place with the concert. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> the place with the concert. Yeah. On the way, we listened excitedly to Good Charlotte and Marilyn Manson. I really wish there weren't so many references to Marilyn Manson in this story. Yeah, there's that's a few, there's the there's a, that's there's a few things I wish they wouldn't reference, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> we both smoked cigarettes and drugs. <laughs> <laughs> oh. hardcore i'm a bit scared i should call my mum <laughs> um my goodness when we got there we both hopped out of the car we went to the mosh pit at the front of the stage and jumped up and down as we listened to good charlotte she now copies the lyrics of a good charlotte song excellent am i allowed to read them out are you can you do that copyright wise i guess yeah so. listen it's tough, right? Because J.K. Uh, Rowling also pulled this off the internet. So <laughs> yeah. I, I do think the so, Madden brothers are pretty hardcore on their IP um, <laughs> situation. So I'm going to say do it because okay. fuck the world. I don't know this song, so I'm just going to read them oh, like sweet. a poem. It is poetry. So. You come in cold. You're covered in blood. They're all so happy you've arrived. The doctor cuts your cord, hands you to your mum. She sets you free into this life, sang Joel. Brackets, presumably this is an author's note. I don't own the lyrics to that song. <laughs> <laughs> there we go, so we're safe. There yeah, we go. She's, yeah. yeah, she and I and you are yeah. all totally covered from yeah, any excellent. violation of copyright there. Joel is so fucking hot, I said to Draco, pointing to him as he sung, filling the club with his amazing voice. Suddenly, Draco looked sad. What's wrong, I asked as we moshed to the music. Then I caught on. Hey, it's okay. I don't like him better than you, I said. Well, there's a big commitment there. Yeah. Really? Asked Draco sensitively, and he put his arm all around me, all protective. <laughs> <laughs> he put his arm around me, all protective. Really, I said. Besides, I don't even know Joel, and he's going out with Hillary fucking Duff. I fucking hate that little bitch. <laughs> I said uh, disgustedly, thinking of her ugly blonde face. <laughs> holy fuck. Uh, two things. One, no, Hillary Duff. One of my old times. Oh. Still. Us. Yeah. Always stand by Hillary um, Duff. Also, it says a lot about where we are in 2021 that when you said Hillary and paused, my first thought was Clinton. Like, <laughs> 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 did John matter to Hillary Clinton <laughs> no. today? And, well, you know, anything can happen in the world of wonder that we are. That's true. Um, but I'm, I'm now imagining that Hillary Clinton's a part of this universe. <laughs> yeah, but... She's, I think she'd be considered very much a prep, wouldn't she? Oh, my God. <laughs> she, there is like, I feel like there's nothing more preppy than, no, um, than... the Hillary Clinton uh, rich Democrat uh, <laughs> Yeah, situation. than like being a part of the political class. Absolutely. Exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'd be better off overall as a society if we replaced the political class with gothics. That's absolutely that's where our thesis statement is. Yeah, that's know? that's the fight that this uh, podcast is. Nothing's original. Reject God. <laughs> Kill the rich. Uh, more oh, goths. Elevate the goths. Yes, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I do think this was a really big part of like teen 
emo band, band fandom was hating Hilary Duff because she went out with Joel Madden. Well, wow. I'm going to be I didn't remember I I thought she was making that up. I didn't know that was an actual No, fact. that was like an actual thing. Um I still remember distinctly people hating like women who dated the band members yeah, that they liked still because they were like, oh, well, now they don't love me yeah. as much. Yeah, it definitely is still a thing in band yeah. fandom. Um, in So I, uh, I still like K-pop. I used to be, like, super into the fandom. Not really anymore because it's very toxic. Uh, but that's a really massive part of K-pop fandom. So K-pop artists aren't allowed to date. Yeah. Because right. a huge part of their marketing is, like, they are the boyfriend or girlfriend of the fan. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what sucks about making this podcast is we've both had to dump our significant other because like, yes. we, we have to be available for our fans <laughs> um, at all times. Yeah. So listening to the, the what was it? We're, oh, we're down to four. The yeah. four of you. Yeah, and um, I hope you feel responsible. My baby will grow up without a father. Well, uh, without a father so far. So far. <laughs> we're looking. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. This, Give us a, a call. Write us a review on iTunes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I have a, a never-ending void inside me. <laughs> that can only be filled by the love of others. Um, that's why we're making a podcast. Okay, so we get Hilary Duff hatred, and now we go Hillary on. Duff. The night went on really well, and I had a great time. That's good. That's, that's nice. nice. So did Draco. Also good. After the concert, we drank some beer and asked Benji and Joel for their autographs and photos with them. We got GC concert tees. Oh, do you think they were like the dorks that like put the concert tee on top of like the t-shirt they were already wearing at the uh, concert? 100%. <laughs> were you ever that dork? I uh, definitely was. I, uh, one of my uh, worst, not worst memories, it was still really good, but the sweatiest thing I've ever been in a mosh pit was seeing Hilltop Hoods. Um, and first thing Sweaty I did, band. I re- shout out I re- Adelaide. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Just in case you didn't know we were from Adelaide. Um, <laughs> Staying, being in the front of the line, running to the merch stand, getting a T-shirt, putting it over the top of my current T-shirt, and then running to the front of the stage and staying wow. there for the whole gig. Nice work. Um, not a good idea. Um, <laughs> yeah, you get really crushed. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, that was fine. Um, uh, it was the double T-shirt oh, um, oh, sweat yeah. situation. Oh. And I'm going to say I panicked, bought that T-shirt, didn't like it very much later on. <laughs> Damn, I wish I would got a different one. Fuck. Only regret. Good gig, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, a, a good Charlotte and Simple Plan were both supporting. Um, <laughs> and it was and that Hillary fucking Duff was there with their yeah, ugly blonde Exactly face. right. She is I'm such so a sorry, fucking skank. <laughs> I've stared yeah. you for so long. I'm taken away. Honestly, Hillary, if you're listening, please. <laughs> please forgive us. We're, we're, we're both single now. <laughs> like, we'll, please write us a review We'll do anything. Write us a review on iTunes. Tell your friends. <laughs> that would be great. Draco and I crawled back into the Mercedes Benz. See, that's a better verb to use there. It's still a little bit wrong. Yeah. <laughs> but it's all those drugs. Yeah, like, true. They're just white. Yeah, exactly they are right. absolutely faded right now. I shouldn't be driving, but hey. They especially not a flying car. Yeah. I mean, you shouldn't operate any heavy machinery after mm-hmm. smoking cigarettes and drugs. Yeah. And drinking some beer, yeah. but certainly not, you know, aviation yeah. machinery. Yeah. Would you say a flying car is heavy machinery because it's flying? Oh, maybe it's very light. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, this is my own fan fiction. (laughs) I would like to hear how heavy the car is that they're flying. How does it fly? Is it magic? Is it aerodynamics? Yep, so 
like you can write your own flying machine fan fiction. Thank I you promise so much. I need that permission. <laughs> Draco and I crawled back into the Mercedes Benz, but Draco didn't go back into Hogwarts. Ooh. Instead, he gr- drove his car into the Forbidden Forest. Oh, fuck! Oh, fuck! That's the most, I don't know, emo thing out there, I think. It's dark. Yeah, that's yeah. true. It's very dark in it's there very... and very dangerous. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's the end of the chapter. That's oh, wow. chapter three. That was a long chapter. Yeah, that was much longer. Um, she put, yeah. She actually, I honestly, this is not a bad job this chapter. Out of the, out of the three so far, this has been uh, probably the best. Yeah, um, like the, yeah. I think the, it made me really nostalgic this chapter. Like the evoking the like, going to a concert as a teenager mm-hmm. who's, like, really, really into the band and, like, mm-hmm. picking your outfit and, like, all the looking forward to it. Like, it, yeah. 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 I think, yeah, I think that's the, where where she's writing it from is definitely that. It feels very yeah genuine. That's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the criticism I will lay is if we return to having your, the, the normal kind of opening paragraph description of the outfit. Mm-hmm. And then just with self-harm, just planted right in the middle of it. Oh, yeah. No, less of that. (laughs) Less of that, please. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny. Like, when I read that, I was like, oh, man, in 2021, that's, like, super icky. Super yikes. But then, like, like, I do see a lot of... I feel like that's kind of coming back. That, like, very, very casual, like, I want to not be alive anymore thing. I feel like that's kind of come back. Yeah. I mean, you know. This is this could be a long tangent yeah. to go well, on. Well, that's too. fine. We're at the end of the chapter, so um, we've true. got time. This is how cat. We're on a break time, guys. Let's talk about suicidal ideation. Um, <laughs> In our comedy podcast, exactly right. Um, yeah, it's definitely. I don't think it's something that's ever gone away on the yeah. internet because it, it's not even necessarily that it's come back. It's that's it's, it's true. lessened a lot I'm more. I'm seeing it more. Um, yeah. In like I don't know memes and the things that you yeah. see every day. Um, it's, yeah, it, it only just becomes more subtle over time. Yes. Um, yeah. And certainly the like self-harm thing very much belongs in 2006. Like, yeah. Um, and we talked about this actually off mic last week about like the emo kids song and like, it was like people did like people who were emos and people who were not emos did self-harm at the time. But then there was also like, it was such a running joke like with it like mm. to be like oh i'm an emo so i slip my wrists and it's like such not a good joke like not funny no super unkind um but like what am i what point am i trying to make here i'm just describe i'm just describing the time i guess yeah just and, the, and i think the, the worst is when you have cultures like that that normalize that behavior yeah. like if it's normalizing self-destructive behavior to be a part of that culture yeah. like to be an emo it means yeah. you split your wrist. And there definitely was that. Like, if you didn't, you were a prep, basically. Like, yeah. you were, like, a try-hard yeah. kind of thing. What we're saying is that you can be a goth and yeah. still love yourself and, yes. and respect uh, your life and the people around you Yeah, well. and that that is... That's the true that's, goth behaviour. That's true goth behaviour. That is, you know, supremacy at Hogwarts. Exactly right. Behaviour. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I think <laughs> I think we've really untangled that very messy. Yeah, like, absolutely. Issue, just really, uh, really succinctly. Chapter four. Okay, I love the author's note at the beginning of chapter four. Oh, I'm excited. Okay. Okay, so... 
one of the bits is that every time it's Tara writing without Raven's editing, the the spelling just becomes absolutely abominable. Oh okay. wow! I kind of, I, I kind of, I guess she did mention Raven previously. I forgot Raven had an influence here. Yes, yeah. Raven. Yeah. So refresh my memory. What does mm. Raven do? Raven's like the beta reader. Do you know right. that term yeah. from Fabric? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm a, I'm a writer. Oh yeah, um, right. Yeah. <laughs> there are people who write things that aren't fanfiction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard of those. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds lame. Called yeah. Published ones. <laughs> Oh dear. Um, People probably respect them too. <laughs> yeah, in my experience, it doesn't really make a Doubt difference. It. If I'm totally honest. Doubt it. Doubt it. Um, at Hemingway. <laughs> at TKR. <laughs> um, yes, okay, so, so Raven. Raven's the beta reader. Yeah, Ra- and Raven helps with the spelling. Okay. Um, that was like the very first author's note. She was like, thank you, Raven, for helping me with the spelling. Okay, right. Um, and so she really leans into that when Raven's not editing her. The yeah. spelling just totally goes Okay, down. all right. Good shallots. So I'll try to, I'll try to like evoke that in the reading out loud. So I said stop. So as in, I said stop. But uh-huh. it's S-E-D-S-T-U-P. Okay, <laughs> I love that. yeah. Stop. <laughs> I said, stop flaming, okay? Ebony's name is Enobi. <laughs> so she writes Ebony correctly first. E-B-O-N-Y. Yeah. Ebony's name is Enobi. Enobi. Yes, I'm sorry. We've been doing it wrong the whole time. This is why I'm like, she's like, she's so doing it on purpose. Yeah. Like, like she yeah. knows exactly what she's doing. Ebony, Ebony's name is Enobi, not Mary Sue, Okay. Okay, now sorry, maybe you'd want to finish the author's note too. Oh no! Um, but Go ahead. so that's something. So, what's a Mary Sue again? Because you've, yeah, you've told gonna, me that. I was going to ask I've you forgotten. actually whether you were familiar with this term. Only from okay. what you've told me. So when you've cornered me in the in a room and you just chatted <laughs> just, about fan fiction for three hours and there's no escape. That's exactly yeah. what I've done here. Yeah, exactly right. It's weird that the room to get out of the Donda Stadium is locked. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It was locked on from by on the outside by Kanye. Yeah, and then I saw him swallow the key. Um, <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Kanye West's digestive system is notoriously slow. We could be here for hours. That's yeah, true. Um, <laughs> okay, so a Mary Sue is a term used in fan fiction to mean a... Uh, it's almost always an original character, usually sort of like a self-insert type character, as in the author has inserted them, herself or themselves into... Um, into a story and kind of gives that character, makes that character perfect. So she already has all of the skills she needs to do, like complete all the tasks and do everything she needs to do um, within the story. So she's never really challenged because she already knows how to do magic. She's already mm-hmm. really smart. She's, she's really beautiful. Yeah. She's already a vampire. I'm not sure that you can really accuse Ebony of being a Mary Sue, given that she hasn't really done anything yet. Like, yes, she's very attractive, Mm -hmm. but it's not like she's, like, captain of the Quidditch team and top of a year Mm -hmm. and 
Well, like, so far, we haven't seen that. I mean, she's a goth, a witch, and a vampire, right? That's true. We did say that's pretty much yeah, perfect trifecta, That's exactly we? right, yeah. yeah. We, the way that we've talked about um, N.O.B. <laughs> has been very much that kind of fits in this realm. Yeah. Also, I think I because think we've, we've assumed that this is Tara. Yes. Tara's N.O.B. Yeah, it does, like, it does read of a self-insert, which is, like, fine, you know? Like, yeah. like lots of writers do that. Yeah. Um... It definitely, like, fan fiction's a much kinder place now than it was in the old days. And certainly, like, in this time period, and certainly, especially on fanfiction.net, I would say they have that platform probably has the reputation of being the least kind platform. Mm-hmm. Is it's just like if they don't like a female character, they call her a Mary Sue, you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, you see that all the time. Uh, with Ray from the Star Wars fandom, they're always like, oh, she's such a Mary Sue. Right. And it's like... Because it's J.J. Abrams. Yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, it's J.J. Abrams. Yeah. But I don't really agree with that criticism. I think like she makes lots of mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't think she fits into the type at all, but it's like a capable woman. Mm-hmm. That's too frightening. She's a Mary Sue, you know. Yeah. I don't suppose there's a male equivalent, is there? Because, no. Because <laughs> like, just thinking of that... Of- because, like, obviously a woman couldn't be perfect. Um, <laughs> men are, men but, are born capable. Well, what are you talking I, yeah. about? Well, that's what I thought. So I was like, there's no way to describe it because it's just me. So, like, that's just my the life that I live. Yeah. Um, yeah, just men, all men are born handsome, yeah. capable, smart, yeah. sexually yeah. fantastic. Thank you so much, Lucy. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so they don't need an equivalent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. In, in fan fiction. Right, maybe we need to come up with one. Um, but please continue that author's yeah. note. Sorry, that okay. was... Okay, just before we move, continue the author's note, I love that she just intentionally misses the point here, that she's like, her name is Enemy, it's not Mary Sue. Like, that's so funny. Uh, and this, like you said, <laughs> this might be the first time where it feels so deliberate yeah. that it might it might be satire. This is where, yeah, I agree. I this think this she's, author's she's note engaging is with where the, you're like, comments. okay, yeah, yeah she's definitely... Stoking yeah. these flames on purpose. Yeah, yeah. She's flaming those She's the flaming plebs. those preps. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Draco is so in love with her that he is acting different. They knew each other before, okay? <laughs> like the spelling is so oh, funny. We're, we're expanding the universe too. So there yeah, was a time so, before my immortal. Yeah, yeah, so presumably this was in response to comments being like, um, they spoke for the first time in... <laughs> Like chapter oh. one and in chapter well, three, they didn't read the together. same chapters we read. Yeah, I totally get. They knew each other before mm-hmm. from chapter one. Oh, absolutely! Like they know wrote. each other. Yeah. No, yeah, I'm Team Tara in this one. Yeah, me too. Um, I don't really know what Draco is so in love with her. That is why he's acting different. I guess different from the canon. Well, but, like, it's fan fiction. I know, like, he's self-conscious. They, suppose, like, they always act different He was pretty cool and unflappable in the chapter one. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, he's like, oh, man, you like Joel Madden more than me? Yeah, he got very jealous. Yeah, very he quickly. was very, he said something sad sensitively. Yeah, he got um, very sad and sensitive, and yeah. then he put his arm around her, protect, all yeah. protective. Yeah, it's hard to remember. It was so long ago to say that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that's the author's note for chapter okay. four. Are we ready? Draco! I shouted. (laughs) What the fuck do you think you are doing? Oh, shit. Draco didn't answer, but he stopped the flying car and he walked out of it. I walked out of it too, curiously. 
This is another joke that I yeah. love. It's like, it's like, she's obviously read, you know, that like, there's so many like just bullshit fucking like writing. Like, mm-hmm. this is what you must do to be a good writer. And mm-hmm. it's like, never use adjectives, only use adverbs. And so she's just like throwing adverbs in yeah. where she possibly can. <laughs> it's great. Okay. What the fucking hell? I asked angrily. Ebony? He asked. What? I snapped. <laughs> wait. Oh, wait. So she's... Conflict. Yeah, absolutely. No, I get it. Curiously, angrily. I mean, <laughs> otherwise, how else could you tell that she was angry? Um, also, talking about my flying car um, fan fiction, I'm assuming they're on the ground now because um, they just stepped out of the flying car. Yeah, he which, just stopped if, a minute out. of context. <laughs> he just, just stepped out. Ebony and Draco are gone. <laughs> so we need, uh, we need new characters. Yeah, that fight's happening as they plummet to the ground. Oh, yeah. Heaps heaps good magic. Yeah, no, presumably he landed. Cool. When they said he stopped the flying car, that presumably means he landed it. Right, okay. So, yeah, what the fucking hell, Ebony? What? Oh, man, I can't believe I'm going to read this out loud to you. Draco leaned in extra close and I looked into his gothic red eyes. <laughs> this is where we learn what, what brackets. Dr- what he drugs was wearing colour contacts. Oh <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. it's not just like too much weed bloodshot. Yeah. He's yeah. wearing contacts. Hardcore bloodshot. No, it's contacts. I can't believe like we got an out- outfit description for Draco in the previous chapter. Yeah. But we didn't hear about the, the contacts. red eyes. No, there was a lot of detail though, so mm. trying to keep things moving. Oh man, this oh this adjective clause, which revealed so much depressing sorrow and evilness, and then suddenly I didn't feel mad anymore. Oh, so good. That was beautiful. I feel like that, that's been my favorite sentence so far. That's been the most immersive. And... It's like quite romantic. Let's yeah. hear it again. Yeah, okay, I want from the start. From the there, beginning. Yeah, please. Draco leaned in extra close and I looked into his gothic red eyes. He was wearing colour contacts, which revealed so much depressing sorrow and evilness. And then suddenly I didn't feel mad anymore. Wow. Wow. So oh, just Move over, Julia Quinn. Looked this in- is romance, <laughs> baby. She, she looked into his eyes and saw evil. She yeah. was like, oh, I'm not mad at you. Yeah, both depressing sorrow and evil yeah 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 yeah. no i get that (laughs) yeah yeah this is really like yeah this is a real precursor to you know like loki standard you know Mm -hmm. like that Mm -hmm. like misunderstood villain totally standard i mean that's always existed but i think this is really a foundational text for that you got loki uh old man in the sea the bible (laughs) like (laughs) creating these unlikable characters that you just love so much I'll let the fans decide that one. (laughs) Okay. Okay, this is quite a hard sentence to read out as written. Here we go. And then... There's like 17 ellipses. Suddenly, just as I, Draco kissed me passionately. Whoa. (laughs) Holy shit. That's like... That's some pretty good dramatic tension. Suddenly, just as I... And then the action comes in. You know, yeah. Like, what was she going to do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and then suddenly, I just as I, Draco kissed me passionately. Yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. No, I feel that. It's the it's the urgency of it. Um, the <laughs> the 17 ellipses pause. Just, it, like, you're like, what's going to happen? Yeah, something's yeah. going to happen. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. 
Are you ready for the first sex scene? Oh my god, no! <laughs> I didn't know it was going to be this soon. <laughs> oh dear. Oh my god, okay. Draco climbed on top of me and we started to make out keenly against a tree. Keenly. Oh, I thought they were still in the fucking car. It's no, they're a... in the forest. Okay, oh, okay. So, because they were going to the Forbidden Forest. Yeah, so he landed in the forest. Right. They got out fighting. She was like, oh, why, is that why, why, f- she was why are we here? I thought we were going to find out. But yeah. No, it's because they're in the forest. I think it's because they went to the forest. Because one chapter follows after the other. Yeah, um, yeah absolutely. Yes. <laughs> um, holy shit. Okay, so, okay. yeah, we're, we're banging against the tree. I mean, we're making yeah. out. A 17-year-old. He took off my top and I took off his clothes. I even took off my bra. Holy shit. Then. I can't believe I wrote it to you. Then he put his thingy into my you know what. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I couldn't no. even finish <laughs> No. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Oh, no, it's not. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Then he put his thingy into my you-know-what and we did it for the first time. Oh, I can't do it sexually. Oh, 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 I screamed. I was beginning to get an orgasm. (laughs) As they do, as you arrive, when you order it from Amazon and it arrives on your doorstep, (laughs) you get an orgasm. I'd like to order three orgasms, please. (laughs) Thank you so much. We started to kiss everywhere and my pale body became all warm. And then... What the hell are you doing, you motherfuckers? (laughs) It was... Dumbledore. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Dumbledore coming in strong. Dumbledore coming in so strong. Oh, my God. Um... I just want to talk about thingy and you know what yes. a little bit. Let's get um, thingy and you, you know what. That's so a obviously idea. this is very passionate mm. and things like that. I occasionally find so like if I when I'm writing, yeah. if I am writing about sex or yeah. nudity or something oh, like that, I'm never sure what words to use for it really not to have hard. it to stand out. Yeah, right? <laughs> I'm thankful that Tara's finally figured it out. <laughs> that thingy and you know what works. Um, you cannot fail with thingy and you know what. That's exactly you right. You can pass pretty much any like. Writings, God, yeah. guidance. And that's kind of it too, because um, like we've talked about this. This is G, so this yeah. is for general audiences. <laughs> it's accessible on the internet by anyone. Yes. Um, whether you're 8 or 80. Yeah. Um, and that's the beauty of the internet. 8-year-olds yeah. and 80-year-olds can yes. all access yeah. all kinds of porn. That's exactly right. Including. <laughs> including. <laughs> um, oh, my goodness, your thingy. <laughs> He put his thingy he, into my you-know-what and we did it for the first time. Uh, but it's so endearing, though. Like, it's so... Oh, uh, it's beautiful. It's so sweet, like, of a teenager writing mm, this stuff, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, I've read a lot of fan fiction and a lot of, as I said last last week, not all fan fiction's erotic. A lot of it is. Mm-hmm. Um, this is not the least sexy sex scene I've ever read yeah. in fan fiction. <laughs> yeah. Because you do get a lot of people who clearly are not having sex or not having good sex mm-hmm. <laughs> writing or attempting to write good sex. I think this is really endearing because it's just so like, this is what I know. This is what I yeah. can do. You know? this, is, this, is, this is what I've been told to <laughs> expect. Yeah. Um, also, just as obviously we're in the Harry Potter universe, mm-hmm. you've got he who must not be named. Mm-hmm. Makes me think too much about the you know what. Um, yeah. So... Um, 
I think. How much do you think about he who must not be named? You know what? I think about it a lot when I'm playing with my thingy. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just really hoping that I can get that orgasm. Did Ray Fiennes ever... Has, it, has Ray Fiennes ever done a movie where he has a sex scene? Or oh, man. Does, do you get a full frontal shot of Ray Fiennes? It. I hope so. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, but in the, like, no-nose Voldemort situation. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, um, yeah. Oh. So there we go. Sex scene number one. Yeah. Can we also please talk about, I've got to say, without any sarcasm whatsoever, this is my favourite characterisation of Dumbledore. Oh, 100%. (laughs) That's the fucking shit. I love this and I feel like this is intentional. As we talked about last week, Goblet of Fire movie came out in 2005, right? And this was one of the most tired and irritating, like, issues that Harry Potter fans have with the movies oh, is being like, oh, Harry, like Dumbledore was not supposed to yell. Did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? Yeah. Oh yeah. <clears throat> I, I, I had that problem. Yeah. 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 I had it then. Yeah. But I've just heard people say that so many times that now just like, because I'm mm-hmm. a contrary kind of person, I'm like, I love that character choice. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I love that she's channeling that Michael Gambon Dumbledore energy oh, and yeah. just like turning it up to a Oh man, what does he say? What What, what the, the hell, hell are you doing, doing you, you motherfuckers? motherfuckers. <laughs> That's sick. That's like even the motherfuckers yeah. drop there at the yeah, end. Yeah, absolutely. And I, also just the idea of the teacher finding the students fucking, or well, you know, hiding your, your thingy and you know what. <laughs> up against um, a tree. Up against a tree. <laughs> That is a that's a high level way to right. lose your virginity. Breaking it down. Well, that's true. <laughs> very very cool. Very skillful. Yeah, very skillful. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. Um. Also, like it was like thingy in the you know what. Yeah. Kissing all over. Yeah. Imagine still getting on a an tree, orgasm. Getting an orgasm. She. This is. I think she is a Mary Sue. She's she's getting it all. Yeah, um, that's true. That's she's. It. Yeah, as I said last week, self actualized sexually competent young oh, I thought we ended that that out that was um that was it uh, like, I thought we I thought we I thought we stopped that I thought we Within pulled away from the her uh, own life yeah, and sexuality absolutely. that's absolutely not you know got anything to do with us does that help if I say that uh 17 ellipses <laughs> you motherfuckers <laughs> <laughs> um yeah but yeah you're right if I were the headmaster of a boarding school taking a nice evening walk in the Forbidden, in the forbidden forest, forest. And I come across Draco Malfoy with his thingy in the you-know-what yeah, of... Enneby Darkness, Dementia Raven Way. I probably would also yell, what the hell are you doing, you motherfuckers? Yeah. 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 It's kind of... That's the energy I think we have coming into this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Towards my immortal. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> I agree. All right, so there we go. Oh, my God. Is that the end of the chapter? That was too? the end of the chapter. Oh, yeah, once again, we end on a total yeah. total cliffhanger. I mean, like, it's getting better already. It really is. Yeah. Like, say me what about the, like, the writing, you know? Yeah. It's very amateur, but, like, it's writing for the internet. Mm-hmm. Like, at this point, at least, I am fully in this story. Like, oh, totally. <laughs> like, yeah. I am into the romance. I'm enveloped by the vibe of 2006 yeah, enveloped is the right word gothic culture yeah. it feels it feels 
like a like a wet paper bag that I've lost myself in. That's, that's, that's what it is. It's dark in like here. Like a wet sleeping bag. It's, 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 it's moist. I'm, I'm scared. But it's dark like, and frightening. Strangely comfortable all yeah. at once. Yeah. That's a beautiful metaphor. Mm, yeah. That's <laughs> right. Created for us right here, Zach. I'm a writer. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, so I, there we go. Wow. We've nice. reached the end of our second chapter and so reached the end of this episode of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Final thoughts, final feelings, final yeah, predictions. Pretty much that's it. I'm I'm excited. I I'm excited to see what Dumbledore's gonna do and how is he what's his reaction gonna be? Is he gonna be a prepper at Goth about this? Yeah, I'm psyched to get more Dumbledore content. Yeah, I really totally. like I really genuinely like Dumbledore's characterization in this fic. Oh, I'm excited. Okay, well Zach, thanks for the memories. <laughs> thanks for the memories, <laughs> uh, Lucy, so much. Fang Fiction is hosted by Lucy Hagen and Zach Ben. It's written by Lucy Hagen and the long-lost fanfic author known only as Tara. It is produced and edited by Lucy Hagen. The theme music is by Wolf and Chain. We would like to thank the Parks Library for providing the media room in which we record, as well as everyone who has listened to and enjoyed this extremely silly podcast. <laughs> <laughs>